0: all with even less restraint than usual. Join us once more on 60 Saws That Explain the 90s every Wednesday on
1: Spotify.
2: Welcome into the Ringiverse, your Nexus podcast feed for all things pirates. I'm Charles Holmes, and today we're discussing. Bounties, Berries, and Devil Fruits. Over the weekend, Netflix released their long-awaited adaption, <laughs> Matura Oda's 1997 manga, One Piece, developed for Netflix by Matt Owens and Steve Maida. The eight-episode show follows the adventures of Monkey D. Luffy, a boy who dreams of becoming King of the Pirates, by assembling a crew and finding a long-lost treasure called the One Piece. And to break it all down, I'm joined by Jessica Clemens and Justin Charity, Guys, are you ready to go on this journey with me? Are you ready to be my pirate crew?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: That did not sound very.
0: I'm, <laughs> well, uh, I, I was not debating. T- okay. I was debating whether to be the difficult one and to be like, no, I'm too moody. <laughs> I'm the, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I didn't know what role to play there, you know, for the, the appropriate crew dynamic. But yes, an enthusiastic yes.
1: I'm just happy to join. I'm just be, I'm just happy to be asked. Oh, I'm. Of course you would be asked. You have a demon
2: slayer. What kind of pirates are we? What is this? Like, so I, I've dealt with this my entire life, where One Piece is everybody has a lore. Everybody is a teenager. And when you're a teenager, you are exactly the right age to dig into stuff that is way too fucking long uh, that mm-hmm. you could become a nerd mm-hmm. about. And yeah. for the entirety of my life, parents, girlfriends have been like, One Piece, what is it? always been bad at describing it. So I'm going to try to describe what One Piece is to y'all. Like, you're 50-year-old, and you can grade me after. Is that cool, guys? Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. All right. So this was created 27 years ago by Achira Oda. It is an adventure manga about Monkey D. Luffy in a world of pirates, and essentially... This world, the way you get powers is you eat the devil fruits. And Monkey D. Luffy, at a very young age, eats the gum gum fruit. That means he has stretchy powers. And essentially, he embarks on this long journey trying to become king of the pirates by finding the One Piece. We don't know what the One Piece is, but everybody wants it. Um, And kooky hijinks ensue. Do I sound like an
1: idiot or have I gotten the main no, points no. of
2: this world? I like, think you're doing
1: a good anime. job.
0: Yeah, yeah but <laughs> since we all watch the anime, I,
1: that's the problem. That's the problem. I think what would catch my mom off guard is probably saying the One Piece and then her being like, well, what is it? And you're like, well, we don't know. And she's like, <laughs> what is it? And I think that's where you probably get people off is when you're like the One Piece. I didn't watch the anime growing up,
0: but it's like, I'm so I'm saying it both as somebody who has watched mm. a lot of anime in general, though. I think you did a good job, right?
1: Aww.
0: That was Aw, oh, thank you. Aww. So
2: now that you said that you haven't watched it, charity, how familiar are you with One Piece? Because I do think that if you are invested enough in anime and manga, even if you did not watch the anime, One Piece is so pervasive. Uh in that world that you're kind of like, I kind of get the gist. I get the pirates. I get the devil fruits. Like, how much are you aware of One Piece generally?
0: Well, you know, it's funny you ask it like that, right? Because I actually, I was thinking about this last week, how I actually made it until like two weeks ago without actually being totally clear on what One Piece is even about. Even as somebody who remembers when One Piece started to pop off back in the day, right? It's sort of, and I think the answer really is just, Pirates. It's just like pirates was the answer to the question all along. But even that, I wasn't totally clear on. But you're right. That's despite the fact that, yeah, One Piece, at least from my vantage, right, like growing up and like you know getting older and shit in anime fandom, like it, One Piece felt like this totally ubiquitous thing, where I both knew nothing about it and yet felt like I had kind of absorbed it, you know, through osmosis. Not like Dragon Ball level. But something, like, right below that, maybe, you know? So, Jessica,
2: how h- how much of a fan or unfan are you of One Piece?
1: I'm not, um, but... <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not like that. I should have probably said this better. Um, I am, a f- I, I like One Piece. I, I have not, once, I started, w- I remember when I started watching it, I was like, oh, this is really fun. This is kooky. I'm really into it. But then when I saw how many episodes there were, I turned it off because it was so intimidating. Uh, I don't have time to watch that many. And I didn't, at the time when I was watching it, there was not really a a database of what episodes you should be watching. And so I was like, oh, I don't know. This is just too daunting. It's, It's too much of a requirement. I'm too scared. So I didn't get far enough. I got like maybe 20 episodes in and then I just like stopped and i never went back but i did like what i watched I, it's just so intimidating
0: charles tell the people how many episodes how many episodes is there's there? over had- 1000 there's yeah. over 1000 1000 this bro. includes <laughs> the movies too right
2: no this is separate from the movies this is just this is just pure 1000 so the best way i can describe one piece to anyone is that this is the type of manga and anime that has kind of gone out of like out of style is the best way I can Mm -hmm. put it, because Achira Oda, his hero was someone like Akira Toriyama and those original Dragon Ball volumes where it's not people going Super Saiyan and kicking the shit Mm -hmm. out of each other. It is Mm -hmm. very much an adventure gag manga where you're watching Goku go to different towns, get different friends, and through the power of like friendship, defeat enemies. And Oda takes that and it's like, what if I make an entire manga like that? And that is absolutely not what American audiences are used to, because for a certain generation, we got Dragon Ball Z. And I think for decades after that, if you're from that generation, that clouds your judgment almost in terms of like the reason that something like a bleach or a Naruto can totally take over the American zeitgeist is because they are very immediate. They are battle shown in the battles are there from the first episode of Naruto. You get what that shit is. yeah. In a way, with One Piece, it is like, I will ask you this, Jess. You watch the anime. It is a rather slow build. Oh,
1: 100%.
2: Yeah, right. Like, what was... What were your thought process when you're watching those first couple of the anime Were you
1: just like, oh, okay, this is like a different speed from like a
2: Bleach or a Naruto Mm -hmm. or Demon Slayer?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's the thing. I have such a short attention span now. And I was like... The animes I watch are usually like uh, showjuice, so it's like the romance is immediate, <laughs> and yeah, so I'm like, I'm yeah. so my speed for animes it takes a lot of my attention to like, because even in Naruto at the beginning I was like, oh my gosh, it's taking forever to get to the very first fight, and so because I'm so used to like jujutsu kaisen where it's like we're starting with this battle, we're starting immediately with it, so it took so long in One Piece, and I re I knew immediately I was like, okay. I don't think I need to watch these parts. There are some parts where I was like, I don't <laughs> think I need to watch these, and no one's telling me what I should be watching. And so it does. I'm not trying to shit on it at all. I'm just saying. it No, I, a I, long someone time. who's
2: read every single chapter of God, One Piece this is my favorite manga um, of all time. I tell people, I'm like, should I start it? I'm just like, no. Are you insane? <laughs> no, there's so well, much. <laughs> like, I like this is coming from someone who thinks yeah. like Oda is the goat to me, and yeah. even I'm like do you have just endless amounts of time and patience to get through what is essentially like, it is like, if someone's like, should I start the Game of Thrones books?
1: Oh God.
2: (laughs) You're like, "Uh, well, maybe just start with the TV show. Even though a bunch of Game of Thrones fans will kill you for saying that, One Piece is at that level of lore and just longevity that if you're either not from Japan or Paris, It's a lot to start in 2020. Yeah, but like, and to what I will say about this, the other thing that is weird about One Piece is that, from a global perspective, One Piece is more successful. I would say than the contemporaries that like we hold up. Like, it is more successful than a Demon Slayer or a JJK or a Bleach or a Naruto. All of those have started and stopped in the time that Oda, like Oda was, has been doing this for close to 30 years. So it's hard to describe to someone where I'm like, no, this is like a billion dollar, this is like a billion dollar franchise. If you go to, when I was in Paris, One Piece was fucking everywhere. In a way, I was just like, okay, this is like, Americans have not adopted this the way the other globe, like other people in the globe have. So then, why do we think, I'll start with you, Jess. Netflix was like, this is what we want to spend what is reportedly Game of Thrones numbers on. Dude.
1: (laughs) I will start by saying, I don't know. I it I I don't know what Netflix's like prototype is for throwing things and seeing what sticks because after Death Note and after Cowboy Bebop, I don't understand. I would have been like, I don't know if we should take it. I, I'm scared. But I do think having him work so close on it is what made it really helpful and worked really well. It's the same thing that happened with The Last of Us. They had the creator of The Last of Us working really close to it. And I think when you have that support, you have that encouragement to actually try, try, try to make it really good. And it worked for me. I don't know about you guys, but it worked for me with this one piece. So I think Netflix was willing to take it on because they had the creator working really closely with it. Justin, what because as just as
2: Jess described, you know, they had Oda very, very here's the thing. Oda is like a damn near godfather in Japan. And anything that is one piece that he is interested in is just it's not going to get past him. And from everything that I've read about this show, it seems like he was very invested in them getting this right. Why do you think that it is so hard to get American Mm -hmm. live-action anime right? Because in Japan, they have their own versions of live-action animes. But in the West, the stuff like Dragon Ball Evolution, Cowboy Bebop, Death Note, I have just been so terrible. What do you think it is about an anime live action that makes it hard for the West to do right?
0: I think two things. The first thing I'm going to say is that I, I just disagree about the Bebop thing. Like I thought the Bebop show was good, actually. I thought that show got overhated, And I, I kind of get it because I think the original Cowboy Bebop is of a certain tone and artistic
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: like quality that making something that feels more like a very stagey Star Trek type show out of it felt, struck people as kind of like the wrong approach, regardless of how well like, they pulled off that approach. I like the bebop thing, but I think to answer your question more directly, right. I want to say that part of the problem in the West is that I, I feel like places like Netflix have taken this very roundabout way to making this one piece adaptation, right? Cause when I watch this one piece adaptation, I think oh, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the Japanese live-action adaptation of Full Metal Alchemist, right? Which is like a lot of the, the Japanese live-action stuff. What do they do? Well, it's like put a bunch of people in bad wigs and like uh, costumes that look a little cheap if you look at them too hard. Very, and <laughs> very yeah, like cosplay Very cosplay-y, right? yeah. Put people in bad wigs and good cosplay right and And you know, let them snap, you know what I mean? <laughs> like let them cook, right? That's the Japanese approach, and I think in the West, there was this weird it's it sort of like people saw in the West that, okay, well, that kind that style of Japanese live action adaptation for whatever reason for a long time didn't and doesn't really resonate with American anime fans, like forget beyond anime fan, even in anime fandom in the West. I don't think Western anime fans are watching those Japanese live action adaptations. So I think in the West, people thought, okay, you need to make them more like what the Western big budget version of like, you know, kind of comic book adaptation esque, right? Where you smooth it out, you polish it up, you make the budget look 10x, right? And a lot of that stuff failed. Right or or sort of cause so much consternation. <laughs> and I feel like one piece is just people working their way back to like, okay, what if you just did what Japan already does, but it's in English instead of Japanese and you dust your hands and call it a day. Oh, and you that, also that, you throw millions of dollars. Yeah, where you, you I'm blow assuming... the budget up for sure. It's like, yeah. in, it's in English and it is 10 times more expensive to make, but otherwise it's costumey. It has some bad CGI. It has bad wigs. And you let people cook and that's kind of if you pick the right material like that's that's also a big difference, like comparing Death Note to One Piece isn't really like to like. Right. Because it's like Death Note is something that people take like Death Note is kind of, uh, you know, very network TV in a sense, but it's also something that people take super kind of seriously. And Bebop more so is something people take super seriously. And I want to say kind of the success in adapting uh, One Piece, right, is you took something that like lots of people love, but I don't think people take One Piece so seriously that they're going to necessarily like jump down your throat the moment you're like, oh, they didn't characterize Vicious the right way in the Bebop It's like people aren't going to do that about One Piece, right? You're starting from like, a better position of people's goodwill and their willingness to let stuff slide, I think.
1: Do you think One Piece was like a good grab for something like that then?
0: Yeah. I think they picked the right thing. Yeah. I feel like the, the biggest success they had with this is picking One Piece yeah. in the first place, honestly. That's a good idea.
2: Oh, I Not mean, sure. I totally agree for a couple reasons. I think the first would be, I always say this about anime ad- adaptations you have to think about how like literal US comic books are, which makes Mm -hmm. them very easy to adapt, where I'm like, Batman is just a crazy man running around in tactical gear. Like, it's just, you know, how do you adapt fucking hockey or mm-hmm. Nen, or cursed energy. It is something where mm-hmm. it's like, when you read a lot of battle shounen, they are talking about things that, to a Japanese audience or even a global audience, they might have more time to be like, oh, okay, yeah. this is interesting. Like, I like Nen. Like, but if you're asking someone who's never watched anime to be like, wait, so what, they all have these powers that we can't see, and they're, they're friends, and they have to believe in themselves? That's the first thing. And I think the second thing, too, is that to your what you guys are both saying, we I think a Western audience views cowboy bebop in Death Note in a way I don't know that the Japanese do. I yeah. remember being yep. a kid Correct. being like, yo, if like all this other manga is shit, but if you want that real crack, read Death mm-hmm. Note. And it wasn't until I was like older, I was just like, the, like this is fine. Like this is like a fine <laughs> series. It's not like it's whatever. Or like yeah. even Cowboy Bebop is like, yo, all this that other it. man, this mm-hmm. is it. It has the film bro patina
0: of it. Yeah, you become that guy about it. You become that guy about (laughs) Cowboy Bebop.
2: Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. And I think One Piece... I've been there.
0: I've been there.
2: I've done it. (laughs) I think One Piece is just different. I think One Piece is so goofy, and it is so clearly targeted at a younger
0: demographic. It's easier to take it for what it is. Yes. Preach. Is
1: Cowboy Bebop our, like, boondock saints?
0: Yes. It I, yo, it almost <laughs> did. Like I have a friend. I, I, have, a, I have a friend who was like talking to, who's she's not an anime at all. And I remember once, like years ago, she was telling me like she was just recounting this guy she knew in college who loved Cowboy Bebop and like insisted on her watching it. And I just my heart broke when she was telling me this story. I was like, Oh, at some point Cowboy Bebop definitely became that show where it's just like that guy is constantly all the gr- like all pushing. The
1: all the girls that dated a guy that that like their their crack was cowboy Bebop understands because yeah. I did. And it oh. I it's cowboy Bebop
2: in Neon Genesis Evangelion They're as good as people say it is, but and the yet. way and Americans talk
1: about it is like an, it almost makes you not want to support yes. it. Yeah, yes. Sure. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. We kind of ruined it for everybody. <laughs>
2: This episode is brought to you by Brooks. Calling all running nerds, Brooks has just dropped the Go 16, a sweet name for an even sweeter shoe. If you're looking for comfort for that morning jog or when you're hopping on that treadmill, look no further than the Go 16, which has a nitrogen-infused cushioning. That means it's nice, soft, and lightweight, so you got the comfort, but You don't sacrifice the speed. Turn those everyday miles into everyday endorphins and the better than ever Brooks goes 16. Click or tap the banner to learn more. Sorry, so this is where we're going to get into spoilers about One Piece. So if you have not read uh, something that's been around for 30 years or watched it, uh, we're spoiling stuff. So I have to be real with y'all. I did not want this to exist before I even watched it. Yes. I I saw the trailer and I'm like, why are we doing this? One Piece as a manga is perfect. The anime, Gear Fifth, just happened. Fucking incredible. Love it. Why are we doing this? And I don't know if it's because I have a soft spot for One Piece and Oda in general, but watched all eight episodes. I don't know. They got to me. And like, this is after like months of just like. An uh, onslaught of marketing where it was like, I saw Anaki who plays Luffy yes. meeting Oda for the first time. And yes. it's so, it's so charming. It's like, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Is this show perfect? No. But when I saw charming Zoro for the, the word, first time, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's Zoro. They did it. Yes. So I don't like, so Jess, you, I think you seem to have warmth to it too. Oh
1: what is it about the show that you were just kind of like, okay, um, I think something. I think Justin's right it's so charming. The characters are so charming. It's like the I I love their casting for Luffy because it's just it, it's this like not gullible but like just overly it, it, it matched so well of like I was like <laughs> I support everything this character is doing even if he's choosing the worst people, even if he's going about it the worst way possible, his overly positive attitude is coming through and it's just as charming as the Luffy from the anime. And I was like this is just really sweet and I I think it was the characters. I I it has to be it because I just kept watching I was like, I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. I'm gonna watch the first episode. I kept feeding in. I was like, where are they going? What's going on? Who is he gonna pick up next? What's 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 going on? I followed the characters. It, they're so charming. It's hard to resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Charity
2: like- Charity, do you feel a similar way?
0: Yeah, it's like cute. It's charming, it's cute, it's sort of and again, I already had I, I'm not a huge fan of lots of Japanese live adaptation style, you know, of of anime series, right? But it's when I made that comparison of the full metal alchemist, like I liked that adaptation. And this this kind of I felt relief watching, you know, the first couple episodes of this, right? I felt the sense of like, yeah, this is Sweet. silly. This is goofy. Like these people are in bad wigs. Like, let's go. You know, like no one's overthinking anything. Yes. Uh in in executing this. And I feel like the show. I don't know I feel like I'm watching something that learned to get out of its own way after this weird track record of these adaptations feeling like they kind of psyched themselves out um like the c g i is bad and I don't care you know what i mean yes. it's fine it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, charming yes. i just uh, yeah i and, and i'm like to jess's point like I just like. The casting choices and the characterizations and the tone of it. It's just, yeah, it feels The crew is right. so good
2: together. They almost like, I'm a big CGI, like this looks rough. But yeah. once I was like, this is almost like a Riverdale, Arrow, yes. CW yeah, yeah, level. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we're going to get a lot of really attractive young people together. <laughs> yep. And their charisma and charm are going to sell this. And yep. that's re- what it really was where it's like, to your point, Luffy and Zora, when they're together, I'm like, okay, th- like this has the energy of of a Kalua and a Gon, or like that anime type mm. thing where yeah. you're like two dumb boys together
1: doing yes. like like friendship, and you're just like, all right, cool, I get that, you know. But I, I what were you so just cr- No, I was like, I'm. It's just so good. They also. They knew what they were doing when they casted those people. Every TikTok I get is thirst traps of every member of the cast. And I'm like, oh, I don't think these people have ever seen or read the manga. They're just completely invested in these characters as human beings. It is a very attractive cast. Hey, I'm not going to say that Buggy didn't do it for me, but it, oh like, my the, yes! I, I'm on it. I'm on it. And I hate it. I hate that. I am feeding into it. I, I said, wow, I didn't know I like clowns. And now I do. Oh. I don't know what it is, but it's like, they, they, they got, they grabbed the great, they grabbed people that didn't really know one piece very well. And it wasn't, it's beyond even like the hot cast. They, they, they made it very easy to understand for people that don't know uh one piece before this. So I disagree so much. When I was was watching it, I was like, because I
2: walked into the gym today and one of the trainers there, he does not watch any other anime. I can't get him to watch any other anime besides Demon Slayer. That's the only one. He thinks everything else is dumb. But if it's on Netflix, he will watch it. (laughs) And he's just like, yo, I watched that first episode of One Piece. It was shit. And I was like, okay, I think that this might be the problem where if you are not used to watching anime Ma- or oh, you... okay. Or you, if you don't... Okay. If you don't understand the quirks of manga or anime, I do think that first and second episode are very much like wait, what's going on? He's stretchy now. He ate a fruit, but he can't swim. Oh, uh, it's it just like, there's so many oh, okay. things that I'm like, as like, they were using shorthand for, for someone who's in this world. I'm like, all right, yeah, I got it. Cool, cool, cool. I know all this shit. I don't know how someone who's coming to this fresh would understand any of this. Charity, am yeah. I being too negative about this?
0: No, I mean, are you being too negative? I think you can't micromanage your friends. Like maybe maybe ultimately they'll move on to something else and they'll get a more better developed sense of what kind of anime they like and it just isn't one piece, right? Cuz like I remember again when one piece was blowing up as an anime series like, I just wasn't into it. I don't know what I was watching at the time, but it wasn't One Piece. When, but was, like, it,
2: when was it probably Digimon, you? probably Digimon, to be
0: honest with you. It was probably like the... <sighs> the Because the... I remember as a kid, the bad, it was
2: like, I think it was the Four Kids dub.
0: Yeah, I mean... It, it was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly among
2: think if you want to be like, why did One Piece not blow up in the West until years later? I think it goes back to that dub being so so utterly trash. This, Like, I'm sorry for whoever worked on it, but it was very, very bad. And I, I do think that what this show does have going for it is that I understand why Netflix was like, we need to go to American creators to make this. Not because American creators would make One Piece better. They did not. But the, one of the showrunners here has, wor- has worked on episodes of The X-Files and Lost and CSI Like, you could tell in this show, I'm just like, okay, they know how to make a TV show. They know how to, like, do the, all right, we're doing the flashback now. All right, this is our B-plot. This is our... And to your point, Charity, I think a lot, like, Death Note or even Cowboy Bebop a little bit got lost in the sauce a little bit where I'm just, you just have to make a TV show. Like, at a certain point, you just have to let go and make a functional TV show. And if I can give this credit, I'm like, okay, this moves. Like, this makes sense. They get from A, B to C, and I kept watching. Now, if I'm going to be real, though, guys, is there a little bit of this show visually that wanted to have its cake and eat it, too? So I think that there was so much about how they designed this world that was very, very smart. But there were moments where they're like, we are going to try to make the ships realistic, and we're going to make everything very dingy and dirty and brown and pirates and i'm like oh yeah and then like certain characters would show up with like cat ears and like fucking bad blue wigs and i'm just like i feel like you wanted to do it both ways where you wanted to honor how goofy and rightfully so this series is but also like sometimes it looked like pirates of the caribbean And at other points, it looked like Power Rangers. And I was just like, that was the part where I was just like, I think you should have leaned to one versus the other besides going straight down the middle. And it did not diminish my enjoyment of the entire season. But there was a like, I'm like, if you guys get a second season, I think you need to pick one versus the other because there were certain points where I'm just like, the straw hats all looked good some of their villains. I was just like, yikes. What are you doing? Jess, you're the positive one. (laughs) Was there any, was there any kind of like, when you were watching some of the episodes, be like, I
1: get what you're trying to do,
2: but it looks, no? No,
1: it wasn't because it was, uh, it all felt really silly, kooky for me because it wasn't giving like pirates of the Caribbean. It was definitely still like, these ships are ridiculous. Um, we're going into the mouth of a giant like fish ship. Uh, we're, d- these characters look very silly. I just kept going at it from that viewpoint of like, yeah, this is like, they're trying to adapt like even costume wise from the show. Um, which is fine. Uh, I, I, I'm also like so positive about it because I'm like, give, Every kid more material of what to work with in the outside world. If any kid wants to cosplay, they have so much ability to do so now. And I even watched it. And when I saw that, like Marine that had the ears, I was like, Ooh, that's easy. I'm going to do that. Like, (laughs) so I don't know. I didn't, it didn't strike me as too crazy. I was like, I think it's fine.
2: Charity as the Ringers resident, how would you call it? Malcontent.
0: Malcontent. Just yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm joking. Jim. I think I'm with, I think it was just like, I didn't really, uh, again, it made me think it, the contrast you just drew, right? That Pirates of the Caribbean thing. Like it reminded me of the thing that I get what people said about Netflix's Cowboy Bebop. Right. To me, the contrast I remember drawing with that show is kind of like, sometimes that show wanted to look like Star Trek, TNG, the TV show. And sometimes it wanted to look like Star Trek, TNG, one of the movies Yeah, you know, and it's sort of but I didn't even mind that about bebop, which is something that has way like I know a lot more about and care a lot more about. And I think with this show, yeah, I I get that tension you're identifying is real, right? Pirates of the Caribbean versus Power Rangers. But that's also something that like I I don't I don't know that they have to pick a side in a you know what I mean? I I don't. I actually don't think they have to pick a side. I think they can. I think maybe it can be characteristic of this show, of this series in a good way if they refuse to pick a side and if they just mm-hmm. kind of lean straight down the middle into the that anime bullshit quality, right? I, I don't know. I don't I don't want it to look t- Yeah, I don't know. I I really I like it sort of mashing up the realism and the cartooniness. Like I just think it gives the show a vibe.
1: Do you think it'll be like much crazier in the second season since we're getting more characters that aren't really humanistic. We have like a skeleton man, a deer. Um, <laughs> a,
2: I don't know if we're getting a second season. <gasps> no,
1: no, say
2: We will say that. I don't. Th- this is not insider information. Like, we are going to talk about, like, ha- what the future of this show is. But I will say, kind of a roundabout way to answer your question. I don't know if the eight-episode Netflix model was the best way to introduce One Piece because watching this, I was just like, I kind of either want an old like network 20 episodes of this or I would have just rather them done the movie where it's like, I felt like at the end of the eight episodes, I'm like, oh, I kind of just wish that we had gotten more of the crew together and we had gotten more of their chemistry. and And it almost felt like as soon as their journey started, it was over. And I was just like, I kind of wish they would have just done the two-hour mo- movie version of this. Or if you are are going to do such a classic setup of like everybody gets a backstory and we're ev- we're knowing everybody's childhood and you're gonna know all the shit about. It. I'm just like you could have just done like 15 episodes and I would have even if it looked worse because I had already recontextualized my mind to be like, yo, this is Wednesday, this is like Riverdale, this is Arrow you can do those long-running shows because I knew I was just like, okay, once I saw the big Sea Beast, I think in the first or second episode, I'm like, okay, this is the level of CGI we're getting. It's never going to get better than that. So already I was just like, (laughs) all my wants are out the door. I just have to love this show for what it is.
1: Okay. Yeah, I feel that. It's interesting to be like the eight-piece model. It felt like, and maybe this is just me. Maybe this is just me. It felt like they were still kind of conscious that they might not get a second season. So they wanted to <laughs> give us enough that yes. it was like, hey, you guys want to come back because we have five other characters we haven't introduced. And I genuinely am that person. I'm like, I can't wait to see the uh, those extra color ca- uh, characters. I'm going to tune into the second season. I can't wait that the story is now starting. Like I'm ready for them to ship, to go out actually do it. Let's go. So I'm like, but I feel like they were, they were very conscious that maybe it won't get a second season.
2: There was definitely that anxiety running through. To your point, what they do, because I know the series so well, is that they shrink so much of what makes One Piece One Piece. To me, One Piece very much is you have to enjoy how much lore there is. In the same way that like, when you're reading Lord of the Rings, part of it is like, I'm going to know everything about the elves and then everything about the hobbits and Mm. I can read like quite literally everything. And for a TV show, you just can't do that. So very Mm -hmm. smartly, instead of having to wait a year, like there, there was points in my college life where I just didn't see any of the Straw Hats for four years I was in college because Oda was just writing the same arc for like four or five years. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening? That's how long I've been reading. Like, and they very smartly were like, we're going to fuse characters. They're going to meet sooner. I think they realized very, very quickly, we need to get these hot people. We need to get mm. this cast together because that's the actual show. Right now, did y'all know this? People are shipping Nami
1: and Zora. And Prince- Oh my, oh my God. Yes, I'm on TikTok <laughs> where they're doing that. They're doing this Disney princesses. Why are, why are people doing this? Can you explain <laughs>
2: So, for Emily Rudd, and I want to pronounce his name, uh, Zora was played by McKenny. Mm-hmm. They are just, their chemistry is very electric as you go. And mm-hmm. it was actually revealed by Oda. Oda was like, my big rule is that none of the Straw Hats can be in a relationship. There's no no relationship, no nothing. Okay. That's what I've been reading. And I do think Netflix knows what it's doing in terms of the marketing of this, Aww. where they put the straw hats out center. You I think part of the marketing is is that this show seems targeted to people who like a Wednesday, who are just like, oh, cool, like, like teens who are just like, oh, okay, teens kissing other teens. Da, 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 da. And I think mean, Oda was <laughs> very smart about being teens. like, fuck all that shit. They're pirates. There's no kissing. <laughs> No, kiss my pirates. <laughs> but you can make them as hot as possible and
1: they're still tune in. Oh I
2: mean, my God. I, I don't know if you guys have read Time Skip One Piece, but let's just say every woman looks the same and they have gigantic titties and fat asses. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, if there's a time skip in Netflix, I wonder if Oda's just going to come down from on high and be like, all right, guys, listen, CGI budget, that's going all to the fucking anime titties. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> all right but charity getting back being very serious getting back could i think what you both said something that i agree with where the success even if this show was not for me i was charmed by it and i was just like this is not going in the graveyard in terms of like the live action curse i think that they everybody from the cast to the directors to the showrunners i'm like you made a bunch of smart choices what i want to ask you charity could you do this same thing with like a Naruto or a Bleach? Because what we were saying before, One Piece, even though it gets, as I describe to people all the time, if you read a manga or watch an anime long enough, at some point, a 13-year-old boy is going to get so powerful that he punches God. And we just got to that place in One Piece this year. Naruto and Bleach get there very, very quickly. Almost immediately. It's just like, these boys are strong as fuck and there's so much going on. Could you do a live action eight episode series of either of those? Because I think those to me are almost more daunting than one piece in a way.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe let's, let's rejigger your question a bit, right? Cause you asked specifically about Naruto and Bleach, but is the question really about, is there a particular style or certain styles of anime that are especially conducive to someone like Netflix not fucking it up, right? Is that actually the question? Is it, like, a style question? Because that's kind of where my head is at. I don't know if specifically I can imagine them doing a good Bleach live-action adaptation. But I do come away from this, like, One Piece being effective with this sense of, like, oh, right, they're... And I said this earlier in the combo, right? I just think that there are certain kinds of anime, either both in, in terms of like what style of anime is it and also what kind of fandom does it have, right? Does it have the One Piece fandom or does it have the Evangelion fandom, right? Like Because those are two different sets yeah. of expectations of a two different kinds of intensity and sort of pedantry to them, right? And so to me... It's like, could they do One Piece? Yeah, because of what we said earlier about like what the stakes even are for adapting One Piece and sort of the kind of good faith I think people are maybe willing to approach this kind of adaptation with. And I think it's, it's that. It's like, I think of this as a vindication of the idea of like, you just, these studios need to pick the right titles, right? It doesn't have to just be the kind of more goofy cartoony stuff like i remember back in the day there was like this huge rumor that um it was like general del toro was supposed to adapt monster right for hbo monster is a super different series than one piece right it's like a thriller it's a naoki or joint right but it's like that show like i mean uh that manga right i remember i binge read that entire series in like a day and a half right but that at the end of the day it's it's manga it's anime but also it's really just like a thriller it's like a psychological thriller with a surreal bent to it like a lot of the urasawa stuff is and and it's like adapt that adapt the thing that either like you can imagine fans not subjecting it to that kind of tedious like they didn't do this exactly right or adapt an anime or manga that's already kind of like pretty realistic and and pretty sort of like western you know, in the first place? Like, I, I don't know. That's Those are the main lessons I feel like I'm coming away from this with, right? It's about, like, it really matters what you pick to adapt. What would you say, Je- like, if you could think of, like, a manga
2: or an anime, because I do agree with you, Charity, that I feel like there are, like, Vinland Saga or something like that, where it's just, like, this is about Vikings. It's, people have done Viking shows before. It has a very cinematic quality to it where it's, it would not be as hard to adapt something like grounded
0: that. right yeah it,
2: because it's very grounded in a way that like naruto bleach are not grounded demon slayer jjk i'm just like how would you that do that like mm. is there are there any like anime even if it's like a shojo or or a manga that you're like yeah you could do th- like a fruit baskets or something like that
1: <laughs> I'm not No, that. Don't do it. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that. I'm just giving you. <laughs> set a
0: budget. Set a budget. Because if you have a billion yeah. dollars, make Utna. Do, do live action Utna and just get like a bunch of WNBA players <gasps> and give them swords and just yeah. really go nuts. You know what I mean? Like,
1: you know that's what you how you would do? do Utna. You could do, I, I was thinking when you were talking, I was thinking about the different animes. It's so hard to do shojus that like, not to be that person that aren't problematic. Um, a lot of them are. You guys, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but it, it uh, goes with. You it's have fine. to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fruits baskets, pretty bad. So, and I, and I read that one, but uh, one that you could do, I think, really well, actually, is Spy Family. And I think Spy Family has so, it's grounded enough. The fights are, you can do them. And I think it is coming from a lot of the charming characters and getting that perfect daughter is so, you guys can do it. Mm -hmm. You can do Mm -hmm. it. You can do it. And they're probably already thinking about doing this, honestly. I don't even have to say it. They're probably like, how can we make this live action immediately? Um, (laughs) But I think grabbing stuff like Spy Family, I don't think it's hard to do it with like Jujutsu Kaisen or like, (laughs) Psychopaths. <laughs> I'm trying Yo, to think of like psychopath.
0: you could do psychopaths. You could totally do psychopaths that, and, as frankly, a movie? Be better than the original psychopath. Uh, you could do it.
1: Okay. Yeah. You could do yeah, psychopaths. I'm, I love psychopaths. So I'm like, you could do it. I would love to see it done. I don't think JJK and like Demon Slayer would be so hard. It's so beautiful. It's hard to like translate those ones into like movie or TV, I feel like there's too much world building, not enough time to do it within an hour and eight part series. So, well, that's a good question. The reason why I
2: know I started off being like, you know, one piece, like one piece live action is not for me. And the reason I say that is I, in the same way that video game adaptations, a lot of times don't work when I'm watching a video game movie or TV show. A lot of times I'm like, I would much rather just play the video game. Um, it works it, it works so phenomenally in this medium. I don't want to take it out because why would I? I feel very similar about anime and manga, which makes the live action part of it difficult is because I would rather just watch Demon Slayer. I would rather read Jujutsu Kaisen. I would rather do all of these other things because I think sometimes what we forget is a lot of the most popular ones, these are made on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. Um, as comic books first. They're not thinking about like, oh, well, one day when this, when Hollywood yeah. <laughs> comes to call in, like, no, it's just like the, like, it's hard to describe this, but in the US, nobody gives a fuck about like, actually reading actual comic oh, books anymore. 100. You yeah. know, but in Japan, France, Brazil, all across the world, people still give a fuck about manga. Go into your local Barnes & Noble, and take a picture of how big the manga section is and then take a picture of how big the comic book section is. And I think <laughs> that to me is like, I would much rather read or watch a manga or anime than than watch a live action because the thing about Demon Slayer is it's so stylistic and it's so yeah. based in the art style. I'm like, any way you do this in live action is almost going to be lesser in a way mm-hmm. that the first Iron Man is not because I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's a dude in an iron suit who like, it's (laughs) the, I have not seen that many Iron Man comics where I'm just like, man, they're going to ruin the essence (laughs) of Iron Man.
1: How dare they?
0: But you're speaking, I feel like what you're describing though is not really like, I get what you're saying, right? But it's almost taking for granted the idea that the person who is hypothetically doing the live-action adaptation of the thing you're thinking of is just going to go in and do a, a down-the-middle mediocre job, right? But when I think of the hypothetical Revolutionary Girl Utena adaptation, I'm thinking, yo, they need to go and find an insane person to do this. Like, find an insane person and give them 800 There's a million, insane million people dollars. Left. Hollywood killed <sighs> them all off, Justin. <laughs> Have There's you probably learned someone
1: in the shadows. There's someone in the shadows lurking in a sewer that can do it. I'm, I'm Batman sure Batman <laughs>
0: disrupting
1: this now. I'll ask you. I'll put it to you. Revolutionary
2: Girl Utana. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Charity. I will say I've tried to watch it twice now. I've gotten further each time. I know it's very influential. I cannot make it through. But who would be the director who could do it? to like who, Like, is there a director alive that you can think of? You're like, they're crazy enough to be able to pull something like this
0: off? I mean, fresh off the success of Barbie? I mean... Stop! <laughs> me, me, I think the answer is obvious, my friend. Well, I can't. Credit Gerwig's revolutionary wow. In All theaters, right. 2026.
2: Curl, stop the fucking podcast. I've had <laughs> fuck enough of this goddamn
0: Greta. nonsense.
1: <laughs> wow, that's oh, crazy.
0: Tana sama.
2: So we were ta- <laughs> we were talking about a second season. Before we talk about if there will be a second season, this this season basically adapts a hundred chapters of the manga within eight episodes. There's there's fights that they just completely Slight skip. Words. So how does one piece go on in its second season? Because the villains and the pirates. Do not get smaller from here. They get goofier. Where I, their next, their next crewmate. Spoiler alerts, people, is a little is a little reindeer called Tony Tony Chopper, <laughs> 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 who's gonna be their doctor. I love Tony Tony Chopper. He's my fucking favorite. But I'm just like, I do have the question where I'm just like, do they have the CGI budget for a little mm-hmm. like reindeer? In the same way like you were bringing it up, uh, you were also bringing this up. One of their crewmates is a fucking living skeleton who's their musician, and another one is a robot who's powered by Coca Cola. I like it's how would how does One Piece continue? Because if let's say they're going to adapt about a hundred chapters or so each season, I don't know if you can do a Paramount War. I don't know if they're ever going to be able to explain hockey, because I'm just like, how do you p- explain this fucking power system to a bunch of Americans? This show didn't even feel comfortable calling One Piece a manga, so at the end, they're just like, the comic book created by Ichiro Oda. Like That is like the level of like they're being very careful. How do you adapt One Piece outside of the very grounded... Or Grounded for One Piece first 100 episodes. I'll go to you, Jess.
1: God. Oh, I was like, don't start with me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm genuinely, I I don't know. That's why I asked you. I was like, I don't know how they're going to. That's why I was like, I think they were so prepared to not get a second season that they were like, hey, we're just going to like kind of leave it up in the air. It's kind of good. We have three other storylines because we ended with like buggy uh, reeks connecting with or connecting with another villain so i was like oh Alvida, we have that yeah. Sti- yeah we still have that coming and then we still have the marines we still have, we have crocodile
2: there's been yeah. rumors that crocodile is now a woman and she was at in the first episode that is where they're going but crocodile is a villain whose main power is turning into sand that's going to be a lot of money god it's just, is so expensive that's <sighs> what i want to know where i'm Justin, do you have, because now they're getting into the, what I was calling like the Naruto or the bleach problem where I'm like, hey, every, once every fight, everybody has a bunch of powers and they're all going at the same time. You are getting into the MCU of it all. Where yeah, it's but like, that's a good it-
0: problem to have. That's such a, that's a good problem to have. They should not overthink it. That's the thing. You're raising it as if it's a mm-hmm. prohibitive thing, but these are good problems to have. I'm sure Odo will figure it out, and in it, everything else. It's like, what's the worst that could happen? People on Reddit make threads about how, like, oh, this, the, how are they? You know, it's like it's just more to discuss and more to look forward to. Like, I, I honestly think that the the sort of fundamental success of the first season is that they don't appear to have overthought exactly these questions, and they're being rewarded for not overthinking it and psyching themselves out. So, I, I take a lot. Like on principle, I take a lot of what you're saying, but I also think that like I'll figure it out. Like I, I people have been abridging anime forever, right? Like they, I mean, yeah, I, I I just think they're gonna figure it out.
1: I like that optimism because it's also like I I I don't know. I don't think they're gonna keep doing like origins for the next five characters, but they will. I I do have faith that they will figure it out. I, as well. I it's
2: not that I don't think that they like they won't figure it out. I do think that it is a lot like it is a. Let's get into the second season of it all. Because if I'm a Netflix exec, Mm -hmm. what this show has to do is astronomical for what it's rumored to have cost, what it looks like it it cost. The reason that I think Netflix picked this is because Netflix can see their own numbers, obviously. They have the original One Piece anime. They are probably like, even if this is not the most popular series on on their platform, they're probably like, we see the hours of people that if you start One Piece and you fall in love with it, you will watch thousands of episodes. And they're like, this isn't just a U.S. Mm -hmm. thing or a Japan thing. This is across the world, whether you're in Africa, whether you're in South America. It has that level of fan base. But watching this, I was like, I don't know if that fan base is enough because the success of Game of Thrones, A, was that it was on HBO. So it could grow organically. But also, Game of Thrones the real success of that is it could get people who would never pick up a book about dragons and prophecies into this world. And I don't know if one piece has crossed that threshold yet, just because it is that those first couple episodes, if you're not aware of, of one piece and you're just a Netflix person who just clicks play on whatever is, number one, number two, number three in the country. I don't know if it's capturing that fan base yet. We don't have the numbers yet. So do you guys think that this will get a second season? Because it will have to do just as well as Wednesday, I would assume, or better than Wednesday for them to be like, all right, we're going to sink a lot more money into this, especially with the strike going on and all that shit.
1: Yeah. um, Two things. Two things. (laughs) Two things. Let me tell you. Uh I looked at I was looking at the Google numbers when I was searching it and it was crazy how high the movies are because of this series jumping. Uh I was looking it up before the show dropped, and it, no one's searching for One Piece right now. But then after the series dropped, it was I was like, let me go look at the numbers for uh One Piece. And it was all the movies were like trending as like number one searches uh worldwide. And I was like, Oh, people are now watching the series or just seeing what the social is for it and going and looking it up and looking into it. So I think it's a lot bigger than what we're assuming, but also comparing it to Wednesday is so hard. I'm like, I understand why we're like comparing it to Wednesday and Stranger Things numbers, but if we're comparing it to like the other, Netflix does give second seasons to a lot of shows that are like wild as hell, right? It's not just (laughs) Wednesday and Stranger Things. And this is not me saying that One
2: Piece is a failure at all. I'm saying that they want a global smash. And if we've learned anything, Especially within the last couple of years, I think we're seeing it over with Disney, with the MCU shows, and the the Star Wars shows. It is harder to get smashes. They have not been able to replicate the success of Mandalorian. And and I just think it is a harder arms race. So I am wondering, I'm like, I would like to see what they do with the second season, but... I view charity. Do you think it is something that th- like it is leaning towards this will get a second season?
0: I do. I also think that you're underestimating a bit, potentially, right? Like the thing you're talking about, the accessibility of it all, right? Um, I don't know. It sounds like you're maybe more in the mindset that I was when I was like a late teen, right? Where there was still like, I had lots of friends who were into anime and yet it was not what it is now. Whereas now it's just like, I, I think you underestimate the zoomers, man. Like they, I feel like more of them actually do if only passively and maybe for like a specific portion of their childhood have some basis in familiarity with like the, at least the big obvious anime stuff that popped off in the West, like Drake can make a song called, you know, like girls love one piece. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's <laughs> like, I I don't think it's as, I think it's definitely not comic book stuff, right? Like it's not one piece is not Spider-Man, obviously. Right. But it's, it's not as niche. I I, I just don't think it's as niche as you're maybe making it out. Oh, I don't, it. I don't, it's not that I
2: want to say that it is. I, I it's more so me wondering because the, The push that the Netflix push that they gave this. My Mm. girlfriend, who has seen one MCU movie Uh, in her entire life, does not uh, get proud of her. Mm. One single flying fuck about any of this. She's like, "So that One Piece show coming out?" And I'm like, "Wait, what? Like, how do you know about that?" She's like, "I don't live under a rock. It's everywhere. It is." And then I was, Mm. it's like you cannot escape it. And that was my reason where I'm like, "No, Netflix either wants or thinks." that this will be a global smash. And it was funny. I'm like, if it is, I will be super happy. I want everybody to get into One Piece. Uh, But I am just wondering, I'm just like, are we there yet in America where I think we are probably like 10 or 15 years away from everything just being anime and manga? Like the, the, the way that like the MCU and Star Wars have been like running everything. I think we are getting 10 or 15 year olds who are just like, Once they're in their 20s and 30s, they're just like, this is all I care about. This is all that I want. I don't give a fuck about the quality. Just keep it coming. And I I am just wondering, I'm like, is oh, the, I don't want is that. The live <laughs> Even I don't want that.
1: <laughs> I do. It's like <laughs> evil it's, into the world. Charles. No, it's a lot less complicated now. Let everybody have a little I peace. Yeah. It, because, like in 2001 and 2003, I was watching just like the most random yeah. <laughs> things, and I was like, "This is so Kenchi confusing." Muyo. Yeah, I, I was just watching anything that like, they would give me, and I was just like, ah, this, uh, "This is hard. <laughs> this is hard. This is a hard life." And now it's a lot more. It's like, oh, it's everywhere. You can enjoy ah. it and get into it. Let everybody get a piece of I it. If it wasn't teens, open, I wouldn't find it.
2: Anime teens right now to me are less annoying than uh, comic book teens. In my of
1: course. Oh yeah, want more yeah. of them to get it into depends. it? Depends. <laughs> it depends on the anime. But yes, one hundred percent True. One hundred percent. I agree. But on the on the
2: aggregate, on the average, no. Yes, when yes, I yes. talk to a teen who's just like, I'm into the Demon Slayer. I'm just like, oh, we can have a respectful conversation about you, this.
1: Oh my God. It's, uh, sorry, just side note. I literally, when I went, I thought... Uh, it, it was a really long time because i was in this house i'm a, uh, i stay in the house i'm like a, a hermit and when i had to go see the J- jujutsu kaisen movie i was like okay i'm going to go see it because i need to go see it before other people do and i was the <laughs> oldest person in that theater <laughs> i was next to kids that were literally like hey is your mom going to pick us up after this yeah and i was like damn yeah. i thought we were all old watching this yeah when i, I saw that demon slayer movie i was like yeah <laughs> oh my god i was you in guys the theater are
2: so brave and courageous i still i still feel I thought, shame so I'm, I thought. I'm not going to like here's the thing i'm just like i i know y'all are, aren't wearing bo up in this bitch i'm not about to be yeah. stuck in here for 90 it minutes. was rough
0: it was rough but it was yeah. rough <laughs> well no it's just like the thing you said is like vivid to me i'm having like a flashback to yeah no when yeah, i want to pick up a manga
2: about. from my local bookstore i smell the whiff from Listen, a mile listen. away when i'm walking there and i'm like guys. sometimes damn. i want to be like guys the children guys,
0: are our future i them love well. this
2: i love this stuff as much as you guys but understand this we are not going to get more people into this world if we're stinky so yeah. <laughs> mm. so i'm wrapping this up do you think one piece the live action one piece will break the anime live action curse
0: there is no curse. There there's is no a curse. curse. No, there's what? not. It's not comparable to the video game. It is not a curse.
2: There is definitely a curse. All right. Name, name me a good live action anime adaptation. Bebop. Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop.
0: Netflix. Yeah, it was good. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going down on that ship. Um, but, but think about it. It's like the reason I say it's not a curse is because like you were talking about this before when you were making the point about, you know, the video game adaptations. A lot of times you'd watch them and be like, I'd rather just go play this game, right? But I think a lot of that is kind of chalked up to video games being this medium that only really in recent years started to make games like The Last of Us, right? That were kind of trying to meet like linear, dramatic narrative storytelling halfway. Whereas like anime is not like that. And manga certainly not like that. Like, you know, 35-year-old businessmen have been reading manga on trains since like the 50s, right? Like, so the kinds of story... Like, I, I just think that anime and manga have always had more, like they've had the fundamentals, right? They've had the source material that you could work with and stuff like that. So to me, it's the stuff that has been tough for anime adaptations has always been about which what stuff pops off in the West. What are the stuff that Western studios choose to try to make work? Right? Like I think Dragon Ball Z was like a tough thing in whatever year that was. To be like, yeah, this is the thing we're gonna turn into. Like, that was a rough call. Whoever made that call, right? <laughs> so I don't think it's it's not the same thing where it's like, oh, is there some inherent quality to this medium that makes it hard to adapt to another medium? It's just like, no, I just think
2: I in totally the West, disagree with you.
0: Really? I no, I don't. No I kidding.
2: Don't... I, I'm I personally think that like I would rather read a manga than read an American comic book at this point. Like, artistically, okay. storytelling no, level No, of, well, yeah, but that's... You're, you level have a of storytelling. That's just I've my only liked manga, yeah. I do think that there is a level of, like, the type of stories that Americans would want to see on the screen are not the type of stories that would be adapted well to live action. Because I think that the American audience has a different... I think stuff going to live action in America is proof of concept and proof of success in a way in I think other countries they still appreciate comic books they still yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. manga and anime for what they are yeah and like live action is just another spoke on the wheel of something that they love versus in America for people to stop clowning comic books to such an extent we had to have the MCU the X-Men movies had to work where it was like the they're a a bunch of people who will never pick up an American comic who think the MCU is the coolest thing ever, and I don't think manga and anime are like that, which I think makes it a different equation where I'm like, I don't actually know if there needs to be that many successful American live-action anime for me to give a fuck about it. I actually think that I'm just like, if y'all make some good ones, cool, I'll be there, but I don't need it to become the MCU. I almost don't want it to, in a way. Um, because I think that they're perfect pieces of art as they are right now. Am I being too careful about my little glass menagerie that I love so much? No, like, oh. I,
0: I at least am with you on that because I do not want it to overscale. Like, the last thing I want is to be 56 years old, co-hosting a podcast about the live action adaptation of Clonade. You know what I mean? Like in 2060, whatever. Oh, we're like, going to be I just there. Jess is going to be here so don't, don't do that to I me. don't mind it with
1: anime, unfortunately, but I do mind it with comics. I was like, damn, am I going to be 80 talking about what Wanda is doing? <laughs> <laughs> Starlet Witch came back. <laughs> oh, I mean,
2: I don't know. I don't know if I should tell you this, Jess, but. Probably Please. not getting the X-Men anytime soon. So we'll cl- still,
1: and this is my job is waiting until they come back.
2: We will be closer to 40. <laughs> Think about that. We're gonna be closer to 40 talking about this shit. Every
1: time they're like 2026, 20, I'm like, here it goes. It's gonna be 20, 20, 2030, 2040, 20, and I'm still gonna be here. Um, I won't even get into
2: that part. But <laughs> all right, last question, because you guys have been wonderful. Would you recommend One Piece? After watching it. Charity, I will start with you.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> just, That's my answer.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to go with a, I will need to know more about your taste. Leaning more towards no. Are you at the DMV answering this question? <laughs> it is. It is because I love One Piece. I'm glad like that it. this exists. <laughs> in terms Indiana of just Graham? like... I, guys, guys, it's been an emotional fucking weekend. My girlfriend is like, why do you look so distraught? And I'm just like, because One Piece is my I'm little confused. baby. <laughs> and I want this to be great and it's just kind of fine, but I'm into it. And like the hot people are doing hot people things and Zoro's doing shit for me. And Sanji came up and I want the two boys to kiss. It's been a wild roller coaster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you to Jessica Clemens and Justin Charity for walking me through this roller coaster thank you for Kerm as always behind the boards killing it on production and y'all will see me later on Midnight Boys you'll see Jess on Button Mash you will see Justin Charity not on X do you even know that it's called X now?
0: hell yeah it, but I can't I can't see what's going on there it's, it's the hidden kid. you got out
2: you were the canary in the coal mine that happened.
0: I know. Exactly. Well, guys, we will
2: see y'all soon. Bye.